1: So, Hussein Manuel, welcome to Whole Truth Podcast. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm not Mighty. ready. I am not Jeez, ready. Jeez, <laughs> did you slap my You just slap my That's what I do. No, it's like, I would've just high-fived you.
0: Uh, all right, go on then.
1: No, I don't.
0: <laughs> don't well, you do you know, that. But it's like, I got you.
1: Yeah. I'm into that. Yeah. Or oh, we should do a monkey grab, do you know that one? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, if one of us was hanging off a building, that's how it happened. Do you know who taught him. me this one? Uh,
0: who? Do you know Purcell, Purcell?
1: Percy? Yeah, the like, actor. Yeah, he taught me this. I'll
0: show you one thing. One, no, no, no. So you hit each other three times and yeah. then go, Hoobah.
1: Oh my God, that's La- so exciting. Like, La-
0: plan so. Hoobah. Best start to
1: yeah. podcast. Purcell taught me that um shout out herself doing very well yeah that didn't mean to rhyme but it did you went so i went to college with him is it oh yeah you were wearing british ball yeah we did um so yeah welcome to whole truth podcast um no, thanks for having me i'm very glad you're here you're a friend of mine and you are fresh from music for mental health yep. where i think i can speak on behalf of a few people if mm. not everyone when i say that you literally stole the show like it no, was quite you. something you picked up a mic to a crowd who arguably didn't know who you were yep and you could hear a pin drop, man. To draw things in a little bit. Mm-hmm. How are you? It's a good question. I think, like
0: right now, I'm not as numb as I once used to be.
1: So can you explain, just, to, just yeah. without so, it as in, in as, as comfortable way as possible?
0: Yeah. So my mum passed away last August, and that's like my mum. Do you know what I mean? And when she passed away, I went through the the craziest turbulence of emotions and everything. And I was angry at the world, really angry. I was in a lot of denial. Like, I remember one time I woke up in the middle of the night and um, I was going to call the police because I was convinced she'd just run away and I wanted to file a missing person report. And there's been other times in the night where I woke up crying because I've had nightmares. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and it's like... I couldn't believe I was waking up crying. Like, I've never, ever experienced that before. And it was just like, I'm waking up crying. Wow. And um now, after therapy, fitness, running, poetry, talking, doing, I feel better. But, like, I've come to realise it takes a lot of things to really help me get my mental health where it needs to be. Which is why I say I feel a lot less numb now because I went through a period where like, when my mum passed away, what, one of my friends <clears throat> was going through her stuff and I ain't gonna lie, I didn't care. Yeah. I was just like, I don't care my mum dad. I don't care my mum dad, go over with my mum dad, that ain't that, that. And I was like, well, your problem's not as bad as my problem. And I was just like, well, I'm actually becoming a prick. And then one of my best mates turned around and checked me and was just like, look, you have to understand, you're going through your thing, but everyone's still going through theirs as well. And I'm like, yeah. And now over time, I've began to become more human and realise that again and not be so angry because recently one of my friend's dad's passed away. And when I heard about it, I was like, I rushed there straight away and I was able to aid him in the way he needed to be aided. Yeah, because I knew what they needed. And it wasn't like me jumping around him, cuddling him and being like, let me wipe your tears it was like, all right, you got loads of guests coming around, where do they need to be seated? What, what needs to yes, happen man. here? All right, what's going on here? Do you have enough cutlery? Do you do blah, blah, is there toilet paper? Practical. Yeah, practical things, just to help the flow of everything keep moving.
1: Or like whenever you're ready.
0: Yeah, or yeah, exactly. And just, and just be present without being overwhelming. Because I think when my mum passed away, a lot of my friendships, a lot of my friends didn't really know how to deal with it and the ones that did God bless them and the ones that didn't were just like I'm here for you I'm here for you I'm here for you why are you not talking to me why are you not talking to me I'm just like yo chill mm. if you tell me that I'm not going to talk to you because I can't plan when I want to talk to somebody it just happens interesting
1: how, it, how those things trigger other people
0: yeah it is because it, is, it, it makes people feel as if like they're not contributing enough or doing they're, what they're,
1: they're fulfilling an expectation of yeah friendship.
0: and I'm just like the fact that you're just even here is enough
1: would you say that like the numbness is it was a kind of depressive thing? Hundred percent. Because I think that I find that a lot of depression.
0: Yeah, you become really numb. Like you just lay in bed, apathetic. Like you yeah. just
1: go. There's no point.
0: There's no point. I want to give up. Like and even in I am whole, that was one of the first performances where I dropped a line that said, "And I don't think I've taken my life anymore, Mum, mm. because I'm scared of what you'd do to me."
1: Mm.
0: And you, I have to admit, you, I did feel suicidal, and I think. I think everybody does at one point in their lives. You will come up with a battle and be faced with something that you will consume and overwhelm you. And you will think, well, wow, it would be easier for me to just kill myself because I can't deal with this. And I remember when my mum died, I was driving home. So when my dad called me, I was driving back and I called my, my best mate who lives four or five doors down. And my dad said my mum had fallen down. So I called my mate. I said, go to... <coughs> i said go to my house and tell me what you can see as i was driving Mm. and um he he got to my house and he goes oh i can i can see everything everything's fine and i was like no you're lying to me i was like you're lying to me and then i heard my dad in the background say to him you can't come inside today and that's when i knew so when i walked up to my house there was like four ambulances outside i went inside and i'd seen my mum had passed away literally the first thing i did i went out she was
1: ill from before right?
0: no no she wasn't ill at all so she had like a brain aneurysm and it just she just died instantly Wait, what yeah it was just like the most sudden death of all time in our family she was not ill there was nothing it was before well, like... i can't
1: remember because when we spoke about it mm. I, I, for some reason in my head i rationalized that there was like some no planet. it's what everyone
0: does think everyone was just like oh she must have been really old and i was like she was 49 she was chilling she would just she just come back from work it was in the evening one night she was ordering a pizza oh my god she hadn't been to the doctors in 15 years when i saw i walked into the house and i saw her and they were doing cpr on her in my head i knew she died you watched that yeah yeah yeah. i was watching and like because i knew she died because basically my little sister's a nurse and she was at home so in my head I'm thinking the ambulance is only doing what my sister would have already done done, and if anybody would have saved her the beautiful story would have been she was saved by her daughter but she wasn't and I went outside and I looked at my boy in his face I said bruv take the week off work you're sleeping in my bedroom and he was just like okay and then I got two best friends luckily enough and I said you both need to work on shifts with me right now, cause yeah. I'm telling you I'm gonna kill myself.
1: Yeah.
0: And then they, the thing is I said it so comfortably, they, they, they didn't think I was joking. Yeah. Cause they were like, cause I'm like, at this point in time, I'm not lying to you now. I'm gonna be so real with you. This is the realest thing. And then the police were there and then they were like, we need to talk to somebody to make sure nobody murdered her. And then when the rest of my like, extended family heard that, everyone was like, why, why we wouldn't? And I was just like, all right, cool. I went project manager mode dealt with the funeral and everything. Then I came back home and this was, the, this was the downfall, was I was chilling in the kitchen. And I don't know if your mum has got some special cutlery, but cutlery you only use for special guests in your house. Like if you get visitors, you use these type of plates, yeah, of like course. the clean plates, like, yeah, yeah. and everyone else just uses the standard ones. And um, we was ch- I was chilling in the kitchen and so- I don't know who it was, someone came into the kitchen and picked up her mug. And I looked at that person, wow. and I was just like, no, we're about to have a war, you know. Whose mug are you touching? And they might, I didn't say nothing. And then these other people started, like, opening the drawers and opening the cupboards and I'm just like, you're not allowed to open that drawer. Yeah, That's got a special thing. You can't... Yeah, I was like, yeah. close that clock, give me that plate. Blah, blah. And, I was, and then my sister was like, what happened? And then I dropped on the mm-hmm. floor in the garden everyone was there Jamala was there J-Soul was there Every, was, all my friends were there and I was screaming I was just like I could not but, but it was like because I'd just seen her get buried They didn't cry at the funeral or nothing the moment I came back home I was like I know you're not here because there's people in your house touching things they shouldn't be touching that, do you know what I mean you've kept your house so special and everything and that's when it hit me And then from then on, every night was just long. Until, like, you have to just pick yourself up and analyse and really break down how you're going to get through this. Because you can. One of these things that you can't, like, ever prepare yourself for. Yeah, it's true. And what I was saying to you earlier was that I hate this time of year now. is because every year this time of year, we'd go shopping. We'd go lakeside. You oh, that's you enjoyed, yeah we'd it? go lakeside and lakeside would close late during christmas so we'd go lakeside and um my mum was always always parking debenhams yeah. so she could walk through debenhams <laughs> yeah, yeah. and she'd always go to new look and she'd always to dorothy <laughs> perkins and like i'm sure there's other brands out there as well but like she'd always go to like these shops and then on the way back, she'd go to her favourite spot, get her dinner, mm-hmm. and she'd say mm-hmm. things like, you only allowed one fizzy drink a week. She'd park on a, like a single yellow line and be like, horn the car if the ticket man comes, so I'll run back out the shop. Like yeah, We was yeah, young, yeah. and yeah. like I was saying to my family yesterday, I want to go back to that shopping centre. I want to walk through it. I want to do that route. I want to just experience her yeah,
1: with you me. have done that
0: yet? No, I'm too shook. <laughs> Even like going to the graveyard, right? You know one thing that I don't really think touched upon like loneliness enough. Because when my mom was in the graveyard, and I'd go to visit her, I was going every day for the first like. To be honest, I think when your mom passes away, you're like, no, I'm going every day forever. Of course, it's not practical. You can't do it. Of course, you like just do when it feels yeah, right. I think I managed to do it for like two, three weeks, and then I kind of had her in my ear going, "Stop coming there. What are you coming there for? Like, yeah, yeah. you get back to work. Do you know what I mean? Like, I had that vibe, and then um. When I was in a graveyard, there'd be people getting buried with nobody to bury them. And the people in the graveyard would tell me, like, sometimes, like, we'd have bodies turn up. And there's nobody to bury them because this person has no family. This person has no friends. So do you want to come and join the congregation of prayer for them? And I'm just
1: thinking, wow.
0: People live lonely. Life's tough, bro. It's lonely. And, like, we are so connected. Nobody should feel like that. But it just goes to show how disconnected we are and I think as well like bad experiences with, with negative people lead people to
1: never trusting to lead people to never trust people again do you know what I mean you know like what one of the what, when I went through a lot like a big breakdown last year just before that mm. Amira gig like um, yeah like one of the the biggest impacts for me was grieving my gran mm. you know what I mean and that was that was like a that took me to Two and a half years to even Mm. two years to even like process. Yeah. So that same thing. Went to funeral, said a nice thing. Yeah. You know, my dad was in pieces, my mum was in pieces. Like my like, you know, my my dad's girlfriend is in pieces. everyone you know, everyone's like Mm -hmm. messed up. But um I was like, yeah, cool, she's old. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But I was heartbroken. Yeah. My little my little the little boy in me was Devastating. yeah know what I'm saying so it's gonna be a it's a long journey, man. It is and it's, it's gonna take a lifetime. You love music mm. and you started to to put um to do your poem you, you you make you do your poems over beats, like yeah you, you yeah. You yeah, yeah. you're a musician for sure, you've got songs yeah. out there. Um man, I've got a couple bars. You've got a couple bars <laughs> the bar. You're one of the best bars I know, you've got some no, punchlines for sure. Um that's serious. Actually. That's big coming from you. Oh, come no, on. safe. But uh, like, so what? What? What is? I mean, what is your relationship with music? That, how? Mm. How is what you've experienced in the last year shaped your relationship yeah, yeah. with music? Or
0: that's a really good question. I think um, I have so many musical inspirations, like so many, and I think for me, where music weaved into all of this was it became an atmospheric comfort bed. Mm. that I could like get in bed, get in bed with, and like, not, not like have sex with it, but like get, get like intimate with it, do yeah. you know what I mean? And like, when I started exploring the sounds of the violin and the grand piano mm-hmm. and, and the, of like the shakers, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> all of these little things, they really, really like start to sprinkle gold dust mm-hmm. onto what I'm saying. Yeah. And that's why, like, when you, when people come to my shows and they see a full band, they get so shocked because they're just like, "Oh, wow, well, we thought this was poetry, but it's like it's atmosphere, it's ambience, it's it's melodic, it's it's everything that I I want it to be, whilst keeping it what it is." Mm. So I'm really happy with my relationship with music because I listen to a lot of composers and a lot of pianos and a lot of I listen to a lot of a lot of a lot is what I listen to. Yeah, and. Now I'm just happy with with where I'm going with it,
1: wherever it's gonna take me. I'm just I'm happy with it. With with, with your your personal music, music. Mm, Yeah, with my personal music. Are yeah. there are there any are there any? I'm glad you are, by the way. But are there no, are thanks. there any music? Were there any musicians or when you say about violin and grand piano, where there are speci- specific artists or like albums? or yeah, songs. I, th- I think Hans Zimmer. Wow. Yeah,
0: was a very very big triggering point for my emotions.
1: Really? Yeah. I'm just gonna pour
0: some I mean, when you hear a Hans Zimmer song, I mean- when you hear a composed piece from Hans Zimmer, that rocks your soul. And if you don't if you don't have a soul, and you think you've lost it, you go listen to a better Hans Zimmer, you'll find your soul again because it it touches you in a way it's like wow. Bruv, do you know what's on my playlist? Who's play- got their
1: keys to my... Do you
0: know who else is on my playlist? Michelle McManus. Michelle McManus? Michelle McManus, who the yeah. l- winner of... Pop of, Idol. Of it was Pop Idol. It was Pop Idol she won. What she's still making music? No, I'm still listening to that. Oh, <laughs> this time.
1: We've come a long, long way. just killed off her potential way. career. I really thought I was going to look, stupid. <laughs> Why I love that no, bro. No, the way it was the way you go, I go demo, to you. No, 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 no. I said no, got... she's still making music, <laughs> and no, I'm still popping <laughs> the truth from <like> 2009.
0: <coughs> no shade. No.
1: 2007, I reckon.
0: Look, I don't know because I don't keep up to date with many. Do you like most Chinese. of
1: the big hits that come from the winner of talent Yeah, I
0: love that stuff. I it's love got it. all of them. I love it when Shame people... Ward? was it speechless. Well, I don't breathless, know Breathless The breathless. way
1: you just the, the speed of that answer Is outrageous And what was the other one um, What about The Voice Have you I think to I the better voice leave voice right oh, Will Young Yeah wasn't that yeah, one Okay the way How can you be so sure About Shane Ward And Michelle McManus And Will way. Young Who had Arguably one of the biggest careers from what I got to and you're like, what? what's his name again? No, no,
0: I not <laughs> Because you know what, yeah, I don't follow musicians anymore. No, no. I live in a cave. I hear you. So but like I spoke about Michelle McManus blood and you All were like right, What about wait wait, wait sure I, know we I know more? I know more. I listen to them songs, yeah, because they come at a time where there was no social media. So it was like I was really genuinely connected to the emotion of this person's story, and it really it really hit me. And then moving on from like the ta-
1: talent competition. Oh, you like, the, you like the nostalgic kind of like throwback videos. Yeah. And, and just like, I, I love nostalgia. You know though, when yeah, they um, do the videos where they, everything's yeah, black yeah, and white. Yeah. It's and like you their can first their story, audition. And then
0: they get the bus to their primary school. And yeah, like, yeah, I, I yeah. love that stuff, man. And then yeah. when whoever gets the golden buzzer, I'm crying. I'm just What's dead. the golden buzzer? Like, you know it? when like Britain's Got Talent oh, or something. And tears. someone comes on and does like a backflip. And that, are little confetti comes out. I'm like, Yeah. Um... Adele, I love Adele. Artful dodger. You know, I once when I was dodger. about when blue, I was, when Blue Blue was
1: sick, Blazing Squad. You're just naming you know you're just, you're just Imperial naming Imperial Squad. You're just naming early early Northeast. Wait, wait, pull up, pull up. You have to make a differentiation from talent competitions Jaheim. before you start naming random like early. I'm not telling pop you what's on my play <laughs> No, you just saying way. you're just saying pop <laughs> acts. Blue weren't from a talent competition. No,
0: no no no, but I'm just saying what's on my playlist. Everything yeah. that was popping when I was growing up, I still love it. Yes, I do. Don't, I? I still S Club enough. 7. Oh, Did you yeah. see my Insta story the other day? No, what What does it? the S stand
1: for? One <laughs> of the great mysteries of life. I don't know, What, what is... does the S and S Club stand for? What does it stand for? School club. Sexy club. <laughs> Savages. Say that masochistic. What? What's that?
0: <laughs> You're lying. Oh, don't tell me this. I don't
1: oh, I know. But wait, you know what?
0: Disrespecting me about that video. As I grew older and began working in entertainment, when I realized S Club Seven shot never had a dream come true with a green screen. I was so sad, fam. I actually thought they had the budget for real snow. They were on a proper set.
1: <laughs> like I felt like they might have gone to. I've gone They went to a winter wonderland somewhere. But that's beta green I screen, agree, isn't they it? Have the budget for real snow. I love the idea like, that in your mind they've gone right. Yeah, you're pay two million to the sky gods. <laughs> Hey, listen, <coughs> I needed the snow epically I for know. the duration of the
0: shoot. And then I, as I older I grew, when I turned up to like shoots and there's like a green screen, they're like, it's a colorama. I'm like, is this what S-Club use?
1: Um, what's your favorite color? Green.
0: Why? Because of the green Starburst.
1: No, seriously. Do
0: you not just get Starburst for the green one?
1: I just love that that's that's your association with colour I thought you were going to come out something profound like really? yeah we see more shades of green than any other colour because of you know our no what with, am I a our, poet our, <laughs> 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 I never had someone which very colour green Why? starburst shut up what was starburst's f- name before starburst no th- why do you know this stuff why, do, why don't you know this what stuff? was
0: it opal fruits wow Yeah, I'm, I'm actually quite good
1: in pub quizzes you know I'm calling you so do you just like the lime green
0: that's it just and the second green, is red though? Why? Then third is purple. The strawberry.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> your colour. You know what? Yeah. You know what? You know what? You're going to realise about
1: me. I'm a very basic. person. <laughs> I am very basic. How old were you when you first became conscious of your mental health? Before, because obviously, what happened last year mm. is is a, is, is going to define you. Will define you. Yeah. But before, it was. That's not like the first no. time you were conscious.
0: Probably 21, university times. When I was unhappy at university and um, had to figure out why I was unhappy there. Your it's discomfort
1: sexy. in uni, what kind of effect did that have on you?
0: A negative one. Like, it made me really unhappy. I felt like... I but was, I mean, how did
1: that influence your actions or decisions? Oh, or, okay.
0: So what I did was I, was, I found I was unhappy at university, so I had to find ways of making myself happier. Uh-huh. So I decided to climb mountains. Not many people know this That's about incredible. me. That's incredible. I climb a lot of mountains in my spare time. And, um, do you have...
1: How do you get... How do you, do you mean like in the lake district no i've climbed kilimanjaro you've climbed kilimanjaro
0: yeah that's the first thing that was the first mountain i climbed when i was unhappy because i was like i need to set myself a target i feel like i'm not achieving anything university is draining my soul it's taking my money and all i'm getting for it is powerpoint slides
1: for your feeling type of way yeah, you weren't was, enjoying it
0: yeah so i just felt like i want to do something that's going to help the world because that's how i think i'll help myself brilliant so i decided to climb kilimanjaro because there was a flood in pakistan that affected like 60 million people and where i live in ilford there's a massive pakistani community so i organized this fundraising climb to kilimanjaro and um on route to it loads of people in the ends were like we want to come but they didn't actually want to come Mm. so i was like all right for those of you who are saying you want to come why don't we all go to ben nevis and we went driving up the mountain and then we were driving past lake loch ness and got to Fort William. Is it Fort William? Mm-hmm. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. It's Fort William and we got there and we'd started to climb. Anyway, what I found from climbing, or it's not climbing, it's not climbing like that. It's that like trekking uphill. Um was that we actually helped our mental health a lot. Because climbing and trekking in adventurous settings sparks conversations that you would not necessarily have with people that you wouldn't necessarily speak to so the group in the bus was full of like 16 people from the ends but they were all different and when we got to the mountain you have no choice but to get along and talk to people and it proved to be so successful we did like four other mountain climbs after that and each time it got bigger and bigger It's actually but do you
1: know what I mean like I love that to think mm. I feel low so I'm, I'm emotionally and like figuratively and literally mm. gonna
0: yeah climb something climb and I was actually listening to John McEldry the climb as I was doing it
1: <laughs> he just not sorry. Just, just he just specified another X that we that. So yeah. what? So what would you say your, your best period of mental well-being? Is?
0: Probably where I'm at right now. Good. Yeah, probably where I'm at right now. I'm so like chilled, and that's so rare. That is actually so rare. But I'm so relaxed. I'm not overthinking. I'm not overanalyzing. I'm not like ruining parts of myself. I'm not doing that. I'm not like damaging my mind. I'm just being blunt, honest, real, less numb, and getting
1: on with my life. That's inspiring, bro. I've just got to say. Listen, there's going to be people who are listening to this nah. podcast who have experienced grief. It's the most difficult fucking thing it is ever. Hundred percent. It's so the hardest you-
0: thing. So well done if you're getting through it. Amazing. Congratulations. Um, and I'm the- mad proud of you. Just
1: again, you've already kind of covered this, but you are com- you're very comfortable talking about your mental health mm. publicly. Now I am. Okay. When did that change for you?
0: I started doing this, year because I was offended. I was offended by the artists, the writers, the people in front of the camera out there in the world that were not talking about the things that really affect them. Trust me. So I came to a point where I was like, all these men are telling me their lives are amazing and only my life isn't they're lying to me you know and I didn't want to be one of them brothers who's like YouTube conspiracy theorists in the back of in the back of like wedding halls going yeah no it's all a lie and I was just like nah because what I'm feeling I'm not the only one feeling this Mm. so I was offended I am still offended as to how people use their talent of like writing to like to spread lies and like to do certain things I'm just like nah you know what yeah I need to talk about it and I started talking about it like five years ago and um, at first I was mad scared. I was so scared because I was like, people might think I'm crazy. They might just say, oh, look, like he's going through the most. He needs, he needs to sit down. But I remember the first time I gave a speech and I said, my name is Hussein and my problem is I care too much and then went into like a suicide letter. It was received so well and that for me was like a very big boost of confidence knowing that what I was doing was the right thing. Because if you have a platform and you have the ability to connect and influence with people.
1: Do it positively. Yeah.
0: Or don't do it at all. You should be banned. It's ridiculous. I can't stand it. And now I'm in this position of just like, you know what? Yeah, I'm so annoyed at what I see every day. I'm not gonna stop talking about it. I'm just gonna write about it.
1: Okay. <laughs> um, you mentioned at the start, like straight away about how you dealt with grief mm. and, and highlighted some really important messages. Um, to do with exercise and yeah but I don't want to put words in your mouth can you what what do I what do? are these things that you do to, to look after mental health
0: alright I speak to people I run have an amazing app called Couch to 5k where Michael Johnson is my trainer in my earphones and he'll tell me to keep running You're a 400 meter runner? yeah I think so Olympic yeah he's an American Michael Johnson yeah, yeah 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 and um yeah, I run, I exercise, I write, I speak, I'll be honest, I eat, I eat right. Um, Apart from the fo- Yeah, I focus on what I need to focus on. I, I've i been able to identify my emotional triggers and can spot one of them if it tries to pop up on me with a big red flag above it. Really?
1: Yeah. Did you do that for, via therapy or just from your own I
0: think, I think therapy helped me to an extent, mm-hmm. but then the journey was one, I had to go on my and, um, And now, like yeah I just do a bunch of things consistently every day and some people would look at it and see it as draining but I don't I look at it and see it as like as positive and I have to do this otherwise I'll allow myself to be consumed
1: yeah I hope to, like totally and there's some days where your mind starts to tell you you don't have to do it and, yeah, yeah, and the battle yeah. is to make sure you still do it and probably yeah. then more than any, ever
0: yeah 100% and stay awake because if I nap during the day I won't sleep at night and if <laughs> I don't sleep at night I overthink and if I overthink it's all downhill from there
1: so we got a we have a thing um, in collaboration with our main charity partner YMCA. Mm-hmm. This year we launched something called Whole Hour, which is to encourage young mm-hmm. people to, um, to do something for an hour of the day, just disconnect a little bit, just move away from the phone and you know? that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you had an hour, what would you do? <laughs> I think there might be a compilation of X Factor winners' first singles.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. You know what I've started to do is not go on my phone every hour for the first hour I wake up. I don't go on my phone.
1: Yeah, that's really important. That's what we expect. That's what I do. Did you read that somewhere? I don't know. I think so. I feel like I read that somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) First time of my day, I
0: don't go on my mobile phone. Yeah. And before I go to bed for one hour, I don't go there either, because um, when when I wake up, I allow myself to wake up naturally, and that's without the outside world influencing the way I'm going to think for that day. Yeah. And also, like, I'm trying to cook. I'm trying to learn how to cook. So food is really important to me and gardening is also really mate, important mate that's my I dream of being a good gardener yeah I, I ruined I my garden the other patience. day I ruined it I ruined it I got Why? a weed killer and sprayed it all on the grass because there was weeds coming through the grass and now all the grass is dead yeah
1: that's a, that's a lot yeah it's sad is grass or weed? As a mind fuck oh no I don't know it's too <laughs> early for me I don't know nothing I already told you yeah <laughs> I love grass um, think about it Grass is lovely. It's just great, isn't it? Yeah. It's Good colour of green. Almost Starburst green. That
0: might be why it's my favourite colour. It
1: would make more sense for you to say that. Because of grass. Well, it wouldn't make your sense, but it'd be more wholesome. Yeah. Look, Hussein, I'm going to leave it on that note. It's um clear, man. Because oh, I'm trying to think of a joke real quick about space. Sensitive atmosphere has been Just down give a lot. me some space, Jordan. <laughs> now, I will give you your space. Um, that was a whole 2 podcast. so if you say a man aware.